The meeting will come to order and the clerk will call the roll. Alder Wood? Here. Zellers? Here. Aarons? Balde? Yes. Peter Seeloff is excused. Carter? <laughs> Cheeks? Also Clear? We got a quorum. DeMarb? Eskridge? Gruber? Yeah. Hall? Harrington McKinney, Kemble, King, Palm, Fair, Rummel, Skidmore, Revere. We have quorum. Quorum present. The council's in session. Uh, Alderman Revere. Thank you, Mayor. Good evening. I'd like to move the customary suspension of rules at this time. So I move to suspend rules 2.04, order of business, 2.05, introduction of business, 2.24, ordinances, and 2.25 for resolutions for items so designated on the agenda. Motion, is there a second? Motion to second. Discussion, seeing none. Can't see anybody. Uh, all right, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Alderman Rivera. Thank you. I move adoption of agenda item number one and honoring resolution. Is there a second? There is. Alderman Revere. Thank you. I have the honor of reading said resolution at this time. Whereas the Vietnam War began on September 26, 1959 as the Cold War conflict, the second Indochina War between Communist North Vietnam and South Vietnam, and whereas the United States involvement began in 1965 and participated until April 30th, 1975, and whereas more than 165,000 Wisconsin men and women served during the Vietnam era, and 1,239 Wisconsin military men and women made the ultimate sacrifice, and whereas local veteran organizations, businesses, and volunteers have assembled together to host the Wall That Heals to Madison as part of the Operation Welcome Home 50th Anniversary of the Vietnam War as directed by the 2008 National Defense Authorization Act. And whereas the wall that heals will be displayed from August 10th through August 14th during the Operation Badger based program, which includes family friendly activities and entertainment to express gratitude and thanks to all of our Wisconsin veterans. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Mayor, the Common Council, of Madison and the people of Greater Madison area honor the sacrifice of the men and women who served during the Vietnam era and their families, as well as all of the men and women and their families who have served and continue to fight for our freedom and liberties in all wars and conflicts involving the United States of America. We are honored, uh, Mayor and colleagues, to have several veterans with us here this evening, and uh, it's my honor to present them the actual resolution, and we'll hear a few words. We have with us uh, Ray and Norma Slavak. Did I pronounce that correctly? Slayback. Slayback, I'm sorry. Uh, Thomas Wagner, uh, Joe Hines, and Chad Chan? Chan, yes, sir. Chan Voltberg. Voltz. Voltz, I'm sorry. Please. Thank you. 
Although Mary Lloyd was unable to be here this evening, I want to publicly thank her for crafting the resolution to recognize Operation Badger Base for consideration by the council. To Mayor Soglin and council members, on behalf of the organizing committee, and most importantly, my fellow Vietnam veterans and all veterans and their families, we are honored to receive the resolution to recognize and commemorate Operation Badger Base. I encourage you and your families and friends to attend this event, mingle with uh, Wisconsin and other veterans, experience the moving wall, the Tomb of the Unknowns, and learn about our fallen, the 1161 faces of Wisconsin who made the ultimate sacrifice. As importantly, see the genuine common air, common bond, and mutual respect veterans have for each other. As well, enjoy great entertainment, food and beverages that make Madison, Wisconsin great. To my fellow veterans and any here in the audience, it is our hope that you come, reconnect, and either begin or continue the process of healing. Operation Badger Base is your event. Welcome home. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Excuse me, sir. Could you tell the council where Mr. Wagner? Could thank you. Where and when and how and those sorts of things. Uh, it uh, it will run from August 10th through four days through Sunday. <laughs> um, it will be located on the grounds of the Ho-Chunk Nation gaming facility and the uh, Harley-Davidson facility off the Beltline by the uh, Fire Golf Course. Uh, no gambling allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Further discussion on, on the issue? Uh, seeing none, if you don't mind, I'd like just to uh, say a few words, which is... Tom Brokaw wrote a, a book called uh, The Greatest Generation, if I remember the title correctly, and spoke of the generation that uh, first had an opportunity to suffer through the Great Depression and then secondly through uh, World War II what came to be regarded as the baby boomer generation um, had a different kind of suffering which was at that time the longest war in our nation's history and one that, that 
created no division in this nation since the Civil War. Uh, much has been written and, and said about that era and what, what happened uh, to us as, 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 as a country in regards to the divisiveness. Uh, I gave a speech in, I think it was 1966 or 67, and I said at the time that the tragedy of Vietnam was twofold. The first was that um, it was just a horrible war, as all wars are. But secondly, it was going to divide my generation forever. And unfortunately for too many Americans, that's been true. Uh, I hope with this event this weekend, it will be another step forward in unifying this country in terms of the principles that we all believe in. And I'd like to thank you for your service once, once again. Thank you, Mayor. Further discussion on the question? Seeing none. On adoption, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Alderman Brewer. Thank you. Do we wish to uh, present the consent agenda? Uh, otherwise, we could introduce some items from the floor if we think we need to wait. Um, why don't we do the items for the floor, and that will get us closer to 645 consent agenda, and then we'll be able to move right into uh, public hearings. So, very good. I will we'll then move forward with two that I'm sponsoring, Mayor, and I would then move to formally introduce and refer to the Common Council Organizational Committee and the next Common Council meeting, a resolution by title only urging the state to adopt a sustainable transportation funding system. And that does require a two-thirds vote since it's by title only. Motion and second by title only on a two-thirds vote. All those in favor, aye. 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 Opposed, no. Motion carries. Alderman Verveer. Thank you. Secondarily, I move to uh, introduce and refer to the Board of Estimates and the Board of Public Works a resolution amending the 2016 capital budget for engineering major streets in the amount of $60,000 by authorizing the mayor and city clerk to execute an agreement and the finance director to issue a purchase order to Madison Gas and Electric for undergrounding of overhead utilities along West Johnson Street between North Henry and North Carroll Streets. Motion is second. Discussion, not discussion. Uh, come to a vote. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. No opposition. The matter carries. Alderman Revere. I believe Alders uh, Eskrich and Zellers have others to introduce at this time, Mayor. Alderman Zellers. Um, yes, I would uh, like to introduce legislative file number uh, 43937, authorizing the mayor and city clerk to execute an agreement and the finance director to issue a purchase order to MG&E for the undergrounding of overhead utilities along North Pinckney Street and uh, recommended action is referred to the Board of Public Works. Second. Motion is second. Is there any, any uh, opposition? Otherwise it will be so ordered. So okay. Ordered. Thank you. The second one I have is legislative file number 43943 
amending the 2016 capital budget of engineering major streets in the amount of $35,000 by authorizing the mayor and city clerk to execute an agreement and the finance director to issue a purchase order to charter communications for the undergrounding of overhead utilities along North Pinckney Street. And the recommended action is to refer to the Board of Estimates and the Board of Public Works. Thank you. If there's no opposition, be so ordered. No opposition, so ordered. All room and Thank you, Mayor. I'd like to introduce Legislative File 43923, amending the purchase and service contract with Urban Assets LLC for the Monroe Street Reconstruction Project. And refer, uh, recommended action is to refer to the Board of Public Works. Thank you. Is there any opposition? If not, introduction referral so ordered. Alden Revere. Thank you, Mayor. There being no early public comment, I will move at this time to present the consent agenda, whereby the recommended action listed for each item on our agenda will be uh, moved with the following exceptions. One, items that have registrants wishing to speak. Two, items which require an extraordinary roll call vote and are not included on the consent agenda by unanimous consent. Or three, items which older persons have separated for discussion or debate purposes. I formally move then that we adopt the so-called consent agenda with the following notations. Uh, they are uh, with the separation of obviously agenda items 2 through 13 which are public hearing items and the only other separation at this time I'm aware of is agenda item number 16 resolution amending the 2016 operating budget of the city clerk's office and authorizing the replacement of flooded election equipment so separations for item public hearing items 2 through 13 and 16 I would further note for the record that uh, extra majority items will be recorded as unanimous votes for the following several items required by statute they are item agenda item 31 amending the 2016 sewer capital budget awarding public works contract number 7756 rehab of large diameter sanitary and storm sewer interceptors Item 42, authorizing the city to accept an ETH grant award from the Wisconsin Department of Administration and the mayor and city clerk to execute agreements with specific agencies using these state ETH funds to serve local individuals and families that are homeless or at risk of homelessness and amending the Community Development Division's 2016 adapted operating budget of a pro to appropriate $47,107 in federal funds within the CDD operating budget. Agenda item 43, a resolution amending the adopted 2016 capital budget of the stormwater utility to accept a municipal flood control grant award for the project at 3629 Marsh Road in the amount of $83,750 in transferring budget authority from the existing local public drainage problems program to the 3629 Marsh Road project in the amount of $83,750. And further, Agenda item 72, a resolution amending water utility 2016 capital budget to transfer $887,000 from the pump station improvements program budget to the Patterson Street Operations Center reconstruction. 
Additionally, as part of this motion, uh, clarify that for agenda item number 58, a resolution establishing rules and procedures for common council deliberations on the City of Madison 2017 capital and operating budgets this afternoon. The Common Council Organizational Committee recommended adoption, so the motion as part of this motion would be to adopt item 58. Further, uh, agenda item number 59, a substitute resolution recommending the selection of common bound communities for the provision of services relating to development and property management for mixed income senior housing development that the Committee on Aging and the Community Development Authority both have recommended adoption. The motion will then be to adopt that resolution. And lastly, to note that for agenda item 84, Alder Person Rummel is recommending an additional referral of the Board of Estimates to a resolution authorizing the Mayor and City Clerk to enter into an agreement with Farnsworth Group to provide professional commissioning services for Midtown Police Station in the amount of $53,993. Thank you. Has everybody got that clear? Correct me if I'm wrong, then we will, when we come, there's a second, correct? Then we will come to a vote on this, and at that time we'll have adopted all the recommended actions on this uh, agenda, except for 2, 3 through 13, 16. Is that correct? That's correct, Mayor. Any other items for separation? Any more modifications or referrals? Seeing none, then on the motion. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Uh, it is past 6.30, so we can go to the public hearings. Declare a public hearing open on item 2, uh, Blaze Madison 1, a uh, recommendation to council to re-refer. This is already a recess public hearing. At this time, I'll take a motion to re-refer item number 2 and uh, to re-refer the public hearing. Is there such a motion? Alderman Revere? I move to recess the public hearing and re-refer the matter to the Alcohol License Review Committee. Thank you. Here's a second. Discussion? Seeing none. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Um, item number three, declare a public hearing open for Madison Express LLC, 5150 High Crossing Boulevard. The recommendation to the council to grant. There are no registrations on, excuse me, there is registrations uh, supporting available to answer questions on item three from John Hartman. Are there any questions of John Hartman? Seeing none, we'll declare the public hearing closed. Declare a hearing open on item four, Ellie's uh, 54, at 4102 Monona Drive. The recommendation to the councils to grant. This is in the 15th Aldermanic District. The hearing is open. There are no registrations. The hearing is closed. Declare a hearing open on item number five, public hearing for the Williamson Street Grocery Co-op, DBA Willie Street Co-op. The address is not on Willie Street. It's 2817 North Sherman Avenue in the 12th Aldermatic District. The recommendation of the council is to grant. The hearing is open. There are no registrations. The hearing is closed. Declare a hearing open on item six, Hewart Gallery. Uh, in the second aldermatic district, the recommendation of councils to grant with conditions. The hearing is open. There are no registrations. The hearing is closed. Declare a hearing open on item 7, Lomo TRC on Monroe Street, 13th district. The recommendation of councils to grant with conditions. 
The public hearing is open. There are no registrations. The hearing is closed. Declare a hearing open on LM Madison LLC, 506 State, 2nd District. The recommendation to the councils to grant with conditions. The hearing is open. There's a registration from Mark Carroll's at 506 State supporting uh, not available to answer questions. Are there any questions of the registrant? Seeing none, declare the hearing closed. Declare a hearing open on item 9, Jalapeno Mexican Grill, 1821 South Park Street in the 14th District. Recommendation of the council is to grant with conditions. The hearing is open. There are no registrations. The hearing is closed. Declare a hearing open on item 10. Uh, let's uh, take all the liquor license recommendations. Alderman Revere. Thank you. I move to adopt the report of the Alcohol License Review Committee uh, with its recommendations for agenda items 3 through 6 and 8 and 9 and would refer uh, um, will yield to Alderperson Eskridge at the appropriate time for a motion on item 7. Very good. Alderman Skidmore? I'd like to separate item number 9, please. 9 is separated. Any other items of separation? Seeing none. All those in favor, aye. 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 Uh, all those opposed, no. Motion carries. Uh, before us is a motion which was before separation to adopt on item 9. Discussion on the question. Alderman Skidmore. I oppose this license uh, at ALRC. I still oppose it, and I will be voting against it, and I'd like to speak against it. Um, I had concerns about this uh, when I heard the testimony from the applicant, and uh, I brought back memories, very bad memories, of uh, one of the first uh, licenses that I uh, had to deal with in my early career, and it was Club Hilltop. Um, and it brought back some uh, very similar uh, feelings. Uh, what we heard that night was uh, the alder who opposed, uh, who didn't, who didn't uh, oppose the uh, license, but wanted specific conditions because of behavior. If you note that there are 10 conditions, and that uh, many of them are behavior related, and uh, one of the conditions that was proposed was the neighborhood and the police department and the alder all wanted alcohol to be uh, ceased to be served before midnight. And the applicant insisted that it was important that uh, alcohol be served up till bar time so they could compete with the other establishment on Park Street. And that concerned me because that other establishment on Park Street My microphone? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, why don't you try using Alderman Wood's microphone? Thank you. Uh, uh, the, the concern was uh, that uh, the applicant wanted to be like the other establishment, and uh, that other establishment has had a pattern of uh, bad behavior after midnight, and the Captain Patterson expressed that to me, and he was really quite upset that this was uh, amended to allow alcohol be served up till uh, 1.30, which is effectively bar time because uh, you're going to load up at the last call and be able to drink and continue. Well, at this other establishment, there was a recent shooting, and, um, and I'm aware that the captain is going to be having a chat with uh, that establishment about some possible conditions if uh, 
uh, that behavior continues. I'm not sure it's a good idea to want to emulate or be like those other types of uh, establishments. And I'm concerned that the neighborhood expressed these concerns. They didn't say don't grant a license, but let's ease into this. If you recall, this, uh, this location was problematic uh, from its previous owner, and this is a neighborhood that would like to see it eased into. Um, an alcohol license is uh, a privilege, not a right, and uh, the setting of the hours is not something that the ALRC can dictate. Uh, it has to be voluntary, and the applicant did not agree to it. Uh, I don't feel comfortable uh, supporting this license. Uh, we did feel uncomfortable enough that they will have to come back to the ALRC uh, in October uh, and we'll be able to review uh, their performance, but I'm still concerned. Uh, there's been a pattern of uh, bad behavior at licensed establishments after midnight, and uh, I'm just concerned that that may continue. So I will be voting against this, and I urge you to consider that when you uh, consider your vote. Thank you. Thank you. Further discussion on the item? Seeing none, the motion, excuse me, Alderman DeMar. Thank you, Mayor. I was hoping that another alder or Alder Skidmore um, that sit on ALRC could tell us why ALRC passed this. What was their thoughts behind it? Alderman Well, thank you. Um, Alderperson Carter uh, is much more close to the situation as this establishment uh, is in the 14th Aldermanic District. So I'll let her speak to the specific issue she and her constituents are having with this establishment. The bottom line though, that I want to share with my colleagues is the fact that, as, as Attorney Maig will confirm, under state statute, uh, establishments that are licensed have um, the authority, the right, and once they're licensed, to be open until statutory closing time. So unless an uh, applicant, or in this case a licensee, because they previously were licensed, and then, uh, I, if I recall correctly, they lost their license because they didn't promptly file renewal paperwork in time, so they had to start uh, again with a new license application. But in any event, at the public uh, hearing before the ALRC, the um, applicant refused to close uh, early prior to the 1.30 a.m. time that they voluntarily agreed um, to stop sales ending at, which is the proposed condition number one recommended by the ALRC. So as Alderperson Carter can share with us, uh, she recommended to the ALRC stricter conditions, particularly relating to when they would cease alcohol sales at this establishment, but quite frankly, the uh, applicant refused to uh, agree to ceasing alcohol sales prior to um, any earlier than the 1.30 a.m. that you see noted on our agenda for proposed condition number one. And so that was the position we found ourselves in. Alderman Carter. Yes, thank you. So with this applicant, we did have a neighborhood meeting. Um, they came, they expressed their concerns. There's been um, altercations in the parking lot after midnight. They wanted the establishment to at least close by 11 o'clock Sunday through Thursday and go ahead and, and stay open till bar time on the weekends. We left that meeting with the other conditions um, with an agreement that they would 
abide by what the neighbors um, stated. When we got to ALRC, they um, refused to accept any of the, con the two conditions that were probably the most important to the neighbors. Thank you. Further discussion? Seeing none, motion forces adoption on the question of adoption. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Aye. Unless there's a request for a roll call, the chair is going to rule that the no's have it. There's, there's no request. The no's do have it. The motion uh, fails. The license is denied. Um, that Alderman Revere. In the alternative, I would like to move that we recess the public hearing and re-refer the application to the ALRC. Now, the city attorney tells me we need a motion to reconsider, which I believe is appropriate. So moved. Uh, we can do that here because everybody has notice. We don't need. You are on the prevailing side. <coughs> I was going to say, I actually didn't vote. Thank you, Alderman King. Moves reconsideration. Is there a second on reconsideration? All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. It's reconsidered. Motion before us at this time is the granting of the license. Your motion, Alderman Revere? I move to recess the public hearing and re refer the application to the ALRC. Is there a second? Second. Motion and a second. Discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. That takes us to, was it seven? Alderman Eskridge. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, I think I need to move item seven first. Is, thank you. Is there a second? There is. Alderman Eskridge. I'd like to make an amendment um, to remove the second condition. No outdoor seating allowed. And if I have a second, I'll explain. Motion and a second. Thank you. The floor is yours. Thank you. Um, I sent a memo to the ALRC. This is just to clarify for my colleagues asking that there be a condition as to the hours which the ALRC put on and also con and requested that they not condition outdoor seating as that's an issue for the plan commission rather than an issue for the alcohol license. And I believe my memo was just misread by our outgoing food and alcohol policy coordinator because he was perhaps a little bit busy those days. And so the consent agenda that the ALRC passed had both of these conditions on it. And the second condition was actually not one that I recommended. So I'm asking that we remove that condition and let the plan commission deal with any requests for outdoor seating. We have an amendment to strike. Is there, a, there is a second discussion for the discussion saying none on the question of deleting that item. Uh, all those in favor, aye. aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. We now have the main motion as amended before us for the discussion. Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. That takes us to item 10. Declaring hearing open on an amendment to the general ordinances for creating a section at uh, the ordinances at 1507 Burningwood Way in the 18th District to improve an amended general development plan and to create a uh, section to amend a plan development district. The recommendation of the council is to adapt with conditions. The hearing is open. There are no registrations. I'll close the hearing and we can take up an item to adopt item 10 at this time. 
Alderman Revere. On adoption. I move to adopt the report of the Planning Commission and its recommendations. Thank you. Is there a second? There is on the question. Uh, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. That takes us to 11. Declare hearing open on item 11, which is to amend a planned development district at properties at 6502 Milwaukee Street and 6501 Town Center Drive in the 3rd Aldermanic District. The recommendation of council is to adopt with conditions. We declare the public hearing open. There's a registration and support, but available to answer questions from Brian Munson. Is there any, are there any questions of Brian Munson? Seeing none, we'll declare the hearing closed. And we'll take a motion to adopt, Alderman Revere. Move to Move adopt the report of the Planning Commission and its recommendation. Is there a second? There is discussion. Seeing none, all those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Declare a hearing open on item 12, which has amended the Madison General Ordinance to create peer-run respite facility as a new use in the zoning code, uh, providing supplemental regulations, etc. For selected mixed use and commercial districts as permitted. The hearing uh, is open with the recommendation of the council to adopt. We have a registration from Melissa Huggins supporting but not wishing to speak. Anybody else have any questions? If not, we'll declare the hearing closed and we can take this item for adoption. Move to adopt the report of the Planning Commission and its recommendation. Thank you. And then we'll uh, take a vote. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Declare a hearing open on item 13, um, entitled uh, an amendment on city boundaries affecting the aldermanic district and wards of the 9th uh, district, the water utility Old Sock Road Tower attachment. The recommendation to the council is to adapt. Um, the hearing's open. We have a registration from Carol Schiller, uh, neither supporting nor opposing. And we also have a registration. No, that's a different item. Yes, please. My name is Carol Schiller. I live at 7689 Schiller Court in the town of Middleton. And at the corner of Old Sock and Pioneer Road, the city of Madison is going to put a, a very large water tower. It's a million gallons. It's one of the largest, I believe, in Madison. Uh, it would be preferable to have had maybe water towers in more than one location out there, but it appears that this is what's going to happen, that we're going to have the one. And we've been working with the Madison Water Utility Board. They've been very generous in allowing our input on this, and they have given us a site, which is site number four. Uh, if we could even go closer to Old Sock Road, it would be pre preferable. But like I say, they've been as generous as maybe they could be because of the height and the grade and so on and so forth. Um, it, um, what I would like to ask of you is that because of the size of this, and it will perhaps impact my property because I own the 15 acres to the south. I purchased it about maybe 30 years ago. And like I say, this probably could impact my property. That will be built, 
I, I'm hoping and assuming that these are going to be smaller homes that will be more affordable to people. And I would like to see a park go around this water tower, not as elegant as the water tower in Milwaukee, the water tower park, but something that would be nice so that people, even though they can't afford a very large house, that maybe they don't have to uh, have all the unpleasantries around their house. And if we could have a nice park there, I, I think that would be a, a, a very good idea and, and very nice for, for future homeowners. Um, I don't know what else to say except that I, I do hope that you will consider the design and the construction. As it stands right now, I think they are thinking of a, of a, a silo type, and they've been talking about imprinted concrete and this type of thing, which I think is, is maybe a good idea. I, I don't know. I've never walked through a situation like this before. But again, I, I emphasize to you that these are hopefully going to be smaller lots and more affordable to people, that people that don't have a, a astronomical income can afford to buy. But I would like to see them have a pleasant area to live in. And thank you so much. Thank you. And are there any questions? Seeing none, thank you very much. Are there no other registrations? We'll declare the hearing closed. Motion, Alderman Revere. Move to adopt the report of the Plan Commission and its recommendation. Thank you. Is there a second? Discussion. Alderman Rommel. Um, I just wonder if Mr. Daly could respond to the testimony you heard on item 13. Oh, I thought it was engineering. There's nobody here that could respond to uh, the concerns that were raised. Or an alder from the water uh, board. Yeah, as uh, Ms. Schiller uh, mentioned, uh, we've had uh, many meetings uh, with her and, and um, uh, integrated many of her comments in uh, not so much the design, but in terms of the placement uh, of the tower. Um, what the nature of the um, uh, housing that goes in, if in fact it is housing, I think we're, we're sort of a long way from that, and that will certainly be consideration of the issues that you raise in terms of uh, affordability and so on. Um, uh, but it's we're still very early in the process. Further discussion? Seeing none on the question, all those in favor, aye. aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. In the absence of the city clerk, with the city attorney, please make a note that that was adopted. That takes us to item 16. Alderman Revere. Move adoption. Is there a second? We do have a registration supporting wishing to speak. Scott McDonald on item 16. Thank you. Um, first, I'd just like to say that the combination of uh, the flooding. <laughs> wow. The county gets, you get five minutes to the county. I just say that. So. Anyway, thank you all for, yeah, it's true. Um, no, the, I want to say that the, the, the city clerk's office, um, 
They have to deal with the flooding and the replacement of the equipment, which is going on as we speak. Um, they also have to do with uh, they're, they're here late for early uh, absentee voting. And then, you know, a lot of the changes that were made at the state have put a lot of extra burden on the clerk's office. The process of tracking the absentees and recording all that with the new state system takes a lot longer. So I just want you guys to know how late they're working and how hard they're working. And if you could give your appreciation to them for that, especially these few weeks and then going into November, it's a lot of a lot of extra work. Um, I there's two pieces of equipment that you're looking at replacing in this resolution. One of them is the scanners. So we have about about 100 scanners that were destroyed in the um, flooding. They have been swapped out. And Kyle, who lives just a couple miles from the villager and works for ESNS, uh, has been working out there the last few days to make sure that all of them are replaced and tested. The next few days, they're going to be we're going to be running ballots through there to make sure the machines are working. So I think all of that is on schedule and should work out. Um, the second piece of equipment is called an Automark, and I brought an example of the Automark. The Automark is the taller gray one. Actually, they're both kind of gray, but the taller one on the left, uh, and then the newer generation of what would be the Automark, which is called an Express Vote, which is next to it on the right. And one decision that has, I don't believe, has been made, that is, it's not really before you, but the money is before you, is are you going to replace the hundred or so automarks with old automarks that were designed in 2005? And what they do is they help someone with a disability mark their ballot if they can't mark the ballot themselves. It's a touch screen. You put a ballot in, it fills in the ovals, or, and then you put that in the scanner. Or are we going to, or will the city, and I say we because I live in the city, um, going to uh, go to the current technology, which uh, doesn't mark a ballot, but has blank paper that it puts your choices on, um, and is far superior in many ways to the old automarks. They cost a little bit more money, so that's a decision. Hopefully you can get that out of your insurer. I hope you can. But if you can't, I still think the wise decision not only for helping people with disabilities because of how much better this equipment is for people with disabilities, but also just the life cycle cost. If you buy old technology, you're going to get maybe five more years out of it. If you buy new technology, you'll get 15, 20 years out of it. So even if it's $1,000 more per unit, that actually costs out for you better and would be a huge gain um, to the voters in the city. So um, I just urge you to not buy the old 2005 Automarks um, with this resolution, but, but upgrade to the much better uh, express votes. And we're here so we can show you how they work. If you want to stick around, we'll stick around. Thanks. Thank you. Questions of the registrant? Alderman McKinney. Thank you. Um, could you speak to the, the setup comparison of the 2005 with the proposed newer version? So, Right. Well, what when the city, city of Kenosha just bought a lot of these express votes, and generally you, you can start, you can either have a bunch of them and everybody uses them, or you can have one so that people with disabilities can at least have one machine they can use. Everyone else can fill out a pre-printed ballot. But the beauty of these machines are there are no pre you don't need a pre-printed ballot. There's cardstock 
that you insert, you make your choices. It prints those, so we have a paper trail. You can look at what you're putting in the scanner, but there is no pre-printed ballots. You don't have to order over-order ballots. It's on demand. You just, if you don't use them all, you put them in the vault downstairs. You bring them back out for the next election. You don't waste that. It's, you also remove the stigma for people with disabilities because everyone will use that machine. In Kenosha, they only have one per polling place. 40% of the voters use that machine. So right now, I, and I know that there's people here who work the polls, I never see the automarks get used. They weigh a ton. They're hard on the poll workers. They're awkward. They take forever. They're hard for my office to use and code. Um, and so just removing that stigma for, for voters with disabilities and with language barriers would be a huge advantage as well. So um, they really uh, are able to accomplish a lot of uh, different functions that the old machines can't. Further questions? Seeing none, thank you very much. Thank you. Discussion on the question. Uh, Alderman Clear. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. I have a question for the city clerk. Mayor Beth, could you talk about um, this new generation of machines and whether that's in your replacement plan uh, as it stands today, and if not, how it might affect it? We are waiting on a full quote from the manufacturer and are still in discussions with the insurance carrier. So we don't have a solution for after the August primary. Uh, last week we were able to get a contract signed just to rent equipment for this election and at least move forward with this election. But we don't know yet if the insurer is going to cover the cost of buying old auto marks, which would be about 1500 apiece plus installation and shipping, or purchasing new equipment, which would be about 3500 apiece, plus shipping and installation. So is that a decision that will be made after the November election, in anticipation of February? Or I'm, I'm just trying to understand if that'll, that decision would come back to the council or be budgeted for 2017, or how, how this is actually going to work. Uh, what we settled on at the end of last week was that we would resume discussions with the insurance carrier and with the manufacturer right after the August election, uh, trying to get a quote that was very clear-cut and um, usable for the insurance carrier was taking a lot of time, and we don't have much time before the August primary, so we put everything on hold and said, just ship us some rental equipment for the August election. Okay, thank you. And I also have a question for the finance director, but I'll wait and if other people have questions for Mary Beth. Alderman Carter. Yes, Mary Beth, can you talk to um, what of our plans for storing the replacement equipment in the future? Or I should say the equipment in the future. Yes, this afternoon uh, the risk manager joined uh, some of us from the clerk's office in touring some space in the Madison Municipal Building and right after the August primary that is where the equipment would be returned. It would not be going back to the village on park. In the meantime, city real estate is looking for another option of where we can store the equipment uh, in a climate controlled space where there'd be no possibility of flooding or humidity. 
Uh, Alderman Clear, did you want to ask a question of the finance director? If everybody else done. Uh, Dave, could you just explain to me a little bit about this um, last part of your fiscal note um, that says the purchase will be made from the general fund and will need to be reflected in the city's calculation for 2017 under ERP? Certainly. Um, the way that this works is that, in effect, we have to increase the appropriation to the clerk's office by roughly a million dollars, and then we will receive revenue um, from our insurance company um, to, in effect, support that cost. So our overall expenditures will increase by a million dollars compared to budget. And it'll be a, it'll be a general fund expenditure, and that'll be a general fund revenue from the insurance fund. So it, it hurts us on expenditure restraint, basically, even though it's not actually, I mean, it's a net very small expenditure. That's correct. So we just have to keep that in mind when we're uh, wrapping up uh, the year-end appropriation. So. Okay. Thank you. Further questions of staff? Seeing none, discussion on the motion? Seeing none, those in favor of the motion to adopt the resolution then will say aye. aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. The resolution is adopted. I'm sure uh, many of you had assumed that adjournment was the only thing left before us. However, in the last few minutes, we have had uh, resident Cheryl Elkington uh, seek to speak on two items that were previously considered on the consent motion. So um, those are uh, agenda items number 56 and 68. So if there's an interest of any member of the body to reconsider items 56 and or 68, um, there is a late registrant that wishes to speak on each of those items. Is there an interest in moving reconsideration of one or the other? Um, both of the resolutions by anybody? Older person McKinney? Um, Mr. Chair, since we, um, they did take the time to come and speak before this body, I will ask that they will be considered for those items that they would wish to speak on. Okay. Thank you. Um, we now, so you may have noticed, we now have a third item that we would need to reconsider to allow Ms. Elkington to speak on. So we'll need a formal motion to reconsider the items that she wishes to be heard on are items 56, 68, and now 75. 56, 68, and 75. Alderperson Palm. For the interest of hearing from our public, I would move to reconsider item 56. So one registration. Okay. There's been a motion. Is there a second to reconsider agenda item number 56? Second. Sorry, the second was from Alderperson Eskridge. Thank you. 
And I presume that, uh, well, this was the consent motion, so we were all on the prevailing side. So those in favor of reconsidering agenda item 56, which is a resolution approving the plans and specifications and authorizing the Board of Public Works to advertise and receive bids for the Cub Foods demolition will say aye. Opposed, no. The ayes have it. Motion is before us again. I have a, a motion, Alderperson Rummel, on agenda item 56, then please. Of item 56. Is there a second? The plans and specs for Cub Foods demolition. Moved and seconded to adopt the resolution. Ms. Elkington? So you're welcome to speak for uh, three minutes on this resolution relating to the Cub, former Cub Foods site and the demolition there. Thank you. I have a good time. <laughs> I am a um, nonprofit called Vegan Haven Central Incorporated. I'm a self-directed organization found with the state of Wisconsin. <clears throat> I work mostly in environmentalism. I have an 11 program outline that can be found um, at Vegan Haven Central Inc. Google Plus in the comments line. This property I've been eyeing for some time for the purpose of something brand new for us. Um, I'd like to see the opportunity of uh, using less commercial aircraft eventually, and I'm looking at an overall economic plan for localizing. Here, I wanted local TV and radio for the basic neighborhoods in that area, possibly a nightclub, a community center, there's lots of parking and people, lots of people could walk from there. Um, I tried to find who I would go to about that address and it was difficult. Um, so I sort of set it aside and then I see that there now, so I thought I'd better say something. See if it might be a better opportunity to look at renovating for the purpose of beginning some new um, economic improvement plans and environmental, environmentally relevant um, strategies. Thank you. Are there any questions of Ms. Elkington? Seeing none, thank you again. Discussion on the resolution? Seeing none, then those in favor of the motion to adopt the resolution will say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. The only item then before us still would be a motion to adjourn. Alderperson King moves adjournment. Okay. Seconded by Alderperson Rummel. Those in favor of adjourning will say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Motion carries. Thank you all and have a good evening.